Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome, people, to episode 162 of uh, Dude the Monkey. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by my co-host... Ian Loring, uh, who I am drinking a Piston Head Full Amber Lager today. Ooh, it's nice, is that? Yeah, it's not too shabby at all, this. Not like the Tesco in... in, um, The big Tesco in Pontypris seems to have... um, Started getting a lot of craft beers in lately, so uh, I've been having a bit of a dabble. A lot of vocation brewery stuff in there now, which is nice because I quite like vocation. So uh, ah. yeah, can't complain, can't complain. I'm gonna I take have... take a few cans into sea turtles tomorrow. Ah, sweet. I, I had a very nice sharp sea fury the other day, which was very nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's not too bad at all. Yeah, I was quite surprised. I, I cooked with it as well, and I got a couple extra bottles to drink. Nice. Um, so it was very nice. Um, well, what do we have for you uh, today, people? We have uh, a, a Paula Patton double bill for you, people. Um, <laughs> nobody's ever done that before. <laughs> um, yes, uh, we are going to cover uh, Duncan Jones' uh, new movie. Is how I'm how I'm viewing it. Is is it's not the long-awaited video game adaptation. Yeah. It's the new Duncan Jones movie, mm-hmm. uh, Warcraft or Warcraft The Beginning, uh, as it's known in some places. Then we're going to give you some uh, of what we've been watching, um, and then we're going to chat the uh, the do-over, uh, which is the uh, second in, I believe, is it five movies that Adam Sandler's doing uh, with Netflix? Uh, and this is the second to arrive after The Ridiculous Six arrived earlier this year. I think, is it... Five movies over, uh, I believe it's thirty months, so two and a half years. Jesus, yeah. so it's like two a year. Uh, it, it is, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do uh, that along with our usual probably tangents, and we're gonna chat a few trailers, and we'll we've got a couple of questions, so we'll we'll go through that. Um, I'm thinking it's anything to add. Um, a couple of things to add. One would be uh, we need to welcome to the world. Uh, Mike of Chins Records Punters uh, New Child Phil Phil yes uh, Phil who who our little WhatsApp chat that we've got uh, literally literally <laughs> Mike put out that uh, that his wife uh, uh, was 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 uh, was making a roast and was having contractions and then literally like 45 minutes later went yeah she just had the baby <laughs> mental yeah um, <laughs> we were like what <laughs> Hang on a minute, wait a minute. You can't jump from there to there. How? Uh, yes, so um, Hannah is, is wow. Yeah, <laughs> good, yeah, good on her. Well done, Hannah. If you can hear that, that's clapping, because just bravo, because mm. you are one tough woman. Yeah. <laughs> we already knew, anyway. Uh, but yes, so congratulations, guys. Um and welcome to the world. And also, um, congratulations to uh, Mr. Uh, Mella, who uh, got the keys to his new house uh, yesterday. So, uh, yes, so there you go. Okay, we're going we're gonna to congratulate people on property buying, are we? I mean, good, good for you, Noel. That's I, awesome. I, I, I think we do with Noel, because he, is, he has been seriously kind of worrying about this. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's true, yeah. I will say, the picture that Claire put up of, um, like, Opening the doors. Their front door looks huge. It is. It does look huge, doesn't it? It looks. It looks. It looks like a front door to a like, like, a, like a small railway station. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we'll we'll um we'll we'll pile 
we maybe we'll pile over there for the John Carpenter gig. Oh, it's a it's a Saturday night, isn't it? So it's I suppose Saturday, we'd probably yeah. go over there. I mean, like, I imagine you and I would probably just like stay in a hotel in the city centre or something. But yes. I think we should see the house. I, I don't know whether Claire would want us to <laughs> crash there yet. Um, so yeah, um, so that's that's the that's the congratulations out, uh, section out of the way of the show. Uh, if if you would like us to congratulate you on anything next week, then please uh, get in touch with doingthemonkey at gmail dot com or at doingthemonkey on, on Twitter, and we'll just congratulate people for things, no matter what it is. We'll, we'll say congratulations. My mate, my mate Shiv had a second kid like um this oh, week. Did she? I, yeah. I, I haven't seen that. I, I've, I've barely been on any kind of social media. So oh well, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. She doesn't listen to this, but. Congrats. Well, well, she fucking should. <laughs> yeah, she could, you dick. Yeah, you've got fucking loads of free time now. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, Ian. Anything else? Anything happened in the wonderful world of film that we should that we should talk about? No, I will just say, <laughs> Lottie Lottie's in- started insisting on being called Paw Patrol. Oh, Paw Patrol. It's her favourite program. And now she wants to be called Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol or Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol. Oh, Paw, Paw Patrol. Ah, yes. I think we're like Paw Patrol. No. Like, it's kind of really poor troll. Yeah, no, that would be fucking weird. No, but yeah, anyway, like, I just, I don't know why I'm mentioning that, but that's my life at the moment. Um, I, I guarantee you Paw Patrol will not be a character in the upcoming Trolls movie. No, it's just, a, just a really poor troll, just yeah. voiced by John Lovitz walking around going, oh. why don't I have any money? Oh, that would be the best. It would. Um, no, I don't... Did have anything happen in the world of film? I don't think it did, no. No, not really. I don't, I don't think so. I, nothing, nothing I'm particularly interested in. Anyway, trailers... Trailers, yes, Ian. Trailers. What have you been watching uh, this week? Not a whole hell of a lot. Um, the, the the brief teaser trailer for Beauty and the Beast, which um, I'll watch. Um, Ewan McGregor has admitted that his accent is half French, half Mexican, and I'm glad <laughs> he's done that. It's it's pretty solid. Um, Morgan, which I, yeah. Right, okay, so Trailer Addict has the, um, the, the the description of the film as follows. Morgan is about a corporate risk management consultant who has to decide whether or not to terminate an artificial being's life that was made in a laboratory environment. It is the one by Dr. Ridley Scott's son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm interested, um, I, I will say. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested. It comes out in September... It feels like, yeah, after summer, I could do with some potentially smart sci-fi type stuff going on. Um, interesting cast as well. Kate Mara, Anya Taylor-Joy from The Witch, Toby Jones and uh, Rose Leslie, who um, was in Honeymoon. And she's um, quite a, well, she was quite a big character in Game of Thrones for a bit. Um, so I, I'm, I, I'm somewhat interested in this. Have you seen this trailer? I've, I've, I've not, no. Um... I, 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 I hovered over it and then just didn't watch it for some reason. Um, is, does it look all right? Because I'm mildly worried by the fact that um, that Luke Scott did second unit on um, The Martian. And you know that terrible um, scene where they're putting that, like, um, where they're getting the, you know, the signs thing where it's taking the photos and it looks like an advert for Lincoln University. Uh, it, apparently he directed that segment. 
okay. Well, Which made me go, oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean... It'd it, 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 it be incredibly harsh to judge a filmmaker based on that when this sounds quite interesting. I, I'm I'm interested enough. The premise has me interested. The trailer up all was, was pretty evocative. So, yeah, why not? Um, yeah, I'll say that. I'll give it a go. I mean, usually, Paul Giamatti usually, you know, he does a lot, but he, he occasionally, you know, it's not often he does anything outright. Oh, is Giamatti in this? Yeah, Paul Giamatti, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, shit, sure, okay. Yeah, maybe he is. I, literally, I watched the trailer like nearly two weeks ago now, so. Um, oh, shit, fucking hell, that spilt on me. Um, and <laughs> um, the opposite of, yeah, why not? Monster trucks. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, good on them for going with the most literal... Yeah, monster. ...version, yeah, of, you, of the title that you can. But knew looks, nothing about this until until I put the trailer on. It looks fucking hideous. It looks heinous. Like, it looks so bad. I, 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 so bad. I don't, I, I, I'm from the director of Ice Age. What? Right. <laughs> from, yeah, so, from the director of, of a... How old is I say? What, like, ten years? Yeah, I mean, one? yeah, no, quite. Um, and let's face it, nobody, nobody gives a shit. If there was never another Ice Age movie, nobody would care. Yes, if there was one, it'd still probably make 400, 500 million. But nobody cares. Those fuckers, like, make, like, a billion. The <laughs> third one did over a billion. You're shitting me. I, 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 I swear I shit you not. I'm going to have a look now, but... The third Ice Age. Yeah, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, um, I swear, made a billion. Fuck. That's insane, because those movies are like 90 minutes long. 886 million. Oh, was it? All right, well. But, but fuck it, yeah, I mean, that's still, you know. Okay, like... how, much, how much did the last one, I, I think it was called Continental Drift. How, oh, how much did that one do? I don't know, I'll look now. But, oh, that's, that's off a 90 million budget. That is insanity. That did 800... And, after a 95 million budget, Continental Drift did 877 million. Well, they, they, yeah, fair enough. They should just keep fucking making them. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a license to print money, isn't it, really? It is, yeah. Um, and, oh my God, yes. It says Continental Drift. Um, Nicki Minaj, Drake, Jennifer Lopez, and Queen Latifah also did voices for it. Wow. Fucking hell. I will never watch that. And I will watch anything. <laughs> right, cool. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, that's it for me, man. How about you? Uh, no, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, what I will say is I, I, it's the Beauty and the Beast trailer I thought was terrible. You know, I know it's a teaser, but give us a little bit more than a few notes and a door opening. It... it yeah, that's fair. It, it, you know, it's that literally is them going. Oh, do you know we're making this? And then they just leave it at that and going. Are you making a beach? Yeah. Oh, oh, what is it? I know we're just we're just saying we're making it. All right. Didn't need that. Wait until you've got. Wait until you've actually got some actual fucking footage. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's coming, isn't it? That's about it. Yeah, it does seem to be the current trend for Disney is to go, ooh, we've got all these animated movies. Let's make live action versions of them. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I mean it's a bit, again, it's a license to print money. Maleficent oh, made loads, yeah. Cinderella made loads. Hmm. 
Uh, and they've got Mary Poppins on the cards now with Blunt's been confirmed and the chap from Hamilton is going to be in it as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Even though I still am not entirely sure what Hamilton is and I'm actually kind of proud that I, I, <laughs> I, I'm of that position. I, I, I know I, it's a musical. I, That's I know, it. I know what it is uh, because uh, he was on uh, Last Week Tonight. So yeah, he was on that. Uh, apparently, it, it's magnificent, and it might be. But right now, I, I don't have time to care. <laughs> is what I'll say because I'm too busy watching Paula Patton movies. Moving swiftly on, there, uh, Warcraft. Um, based upon the uh, the game World of Warcraft, which I have honestly never played, I'm no interest in playing at all. Um, but. A lot of people adore it. Uh, this movie's been coming for years, really, hasn't it? Um, it's not on the cards for years. And finally, it got given to Duncan Jones, uh, a filmmaker which I know we're both fans of. Um, so, what is it? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking weird, because I knew nothing about it. Uh, yeah. Apart from the fact that it looks a little bit like a Lord of the Rings movie, and I don't like fantasy movies. Now, what it is, story is you've got... The world, which is like our world, uh, called Azeroth. Uh, and then you've got the Orcs world, uh, it's called Draenor. Uh, and the Orcs world is dying. So they build this portal that sends them into our world. And they are going to take people hostage because the portal uses life to make it work. And they need a lot of life to get it so that the rest of the orcs can come through to this planet. But Tony Kevill Orc doesn't quite think that this is going to work because eventually the planet's going to die through anyway because of the the evil wizard guy uh, of the orcs is essentially feeding on life. <laughs> it is about as much as I can get through yeah. and explaining it of what happened. Um, it's been panned. Ian, what did you think of Warcraft? I liked it. Um, I think it is Duncan Jones's uh, Duncan Jones's weakest film, um, but um, I think he set a pretty high bar so far. Um, uh, if if anything, I think it maybe being a bit longer might have helped because it does seem like a lot of scenes just end with a kind of a fade out and then fade in again, almost like as if a, mem- a member of the cast is about to say another line of dialogue. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I. the thing is, I thought the action was pretty crunchy and pretty full bore. Um, it was, I thought it was pacey. You know, it's around about two hours, which is quite something for a summer blockbuster these days. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and um, I thought the cast generally did solid work. And I thought the, I thought the visual effects were great. Like, the, I thought the mocap was fantastic um so yeah i mean it's it's a fairly standard story but i thought it went in in some surprising directions at points and i'd be up for watching another one i i I think the weakest point for me is maybe the lead guy um whose name escapes me but i i found his arc i couldn't travis thimmel that's him it, it was almost like they couldn't decide whether he was supposed to be a Han Solo or a Bruce Wayne. <laughs> so, and it was kind of like a mishmash. But, yeah, I mean, I, I 
I liked it, man. I, I, genu- I genuinely, apart from people just being like, oh, it's a video game adaptation and there's funny names, I don't see why people are having such a, a big problem with it. I, I absolutely agree with you. Cool. Yeah. I had an absolute blast with it. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, to, to, to lay it out there, um, I don't like fantasy movies. They bother shit out of me. Um, and I, I've never played the game, and I never want to play the game. I don't think there's anything wrong with the game. It's not just absolutely not my wheelhouse. I, I, I will. I, I, yeah, and just to say, exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know nothing about the game at all. Um, I went into it, like I said, going watching uh, a Duncan Jones movie, and I was, to be honest, I was expecting to go in there and go in. I'm probably going to give it a little bit of extra kind of love because of who directed it. Mm. But I was preparing for the fact that I might be a little bit disappointed. Totally. Within the first shot of the movie, I thought, oh, no, wait a minute. I am watching a Duncan Jones movie. It's got, there's there's something about this. And then as it went along, I love the fact that it's under two hours long. I think it is, it's refreshing to have a movie that, that costs this much money, that is a big budget um, summer blockbuster, that doesn't feel the need to, to, to be two hours, 25 minutes long plus. That goes, right, we've got a story to tell. We're going to tell it in, in an amount of time that it needs to be told. There we go. And they've got it told there. If it was an extra half an hour longer, it wouldn't have been a negative because I think if there had been an extra half an hour, it's because there was an extra half an hour's worth of story to be told. There's apparently a 40 minute longer director's cut and I'm I'm bad ha- for seeing I'd that. I'd happily watch that because I could have sat in and watched it. Um, I, I, I thought that, um, that, that Travis Pimmel was, was very good as, as, as the lead guy. I, I really enjoyed his, his almost sort of... He added a playfulness to it, and that's what I really it, it liked. Was a, it, it, it was a playfulness, but there's just a couple of scenes where I, I, I don't know. He's got to be like serious, and it didn't jive up with the rest of it for me. I, yes, I, 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 I could say that certainly. Yeah, um, I, but I, I love the fact that and remember, guys, we're all spoilers all the time. For instance, when he cuts the uh, the head off the golem, uh, the clay golem, and the, the other little wizard guy says to him, you know, oh, well done, finally, the thing, and he's like, yeah, that's exactly how I planned it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's other little sort of moments. I like the fact that, it, that, as well, he loses his shit at one point and has to... You don't usually get this in what is it, where he loses his shit with the king and has to kind of be physically restrained from, uh, from going after uh, Ben Foster. And you look at him and you go, ooh, he does look like he wants to tear his fucking head off. Yeah, 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 that's true. And it's a mixture of him knowing that, him thinking he's right and knowing he's right, but also knowing that he that, that he's actually, part of it is he just wants to blame somebody for the death of his son. Mm. And there's a, there's a thing of that, but you do look at him and go, ooh, he, he does look like he could actually do that. And I like I liked that. It, 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 was, it was nice. I also... I liked the, the the world the art world that was there. That that seemed quite you know those conflicts going on quite well with there. That was quite well sort of dealt with. And but I, most of all, I, I did like the fact that it was it was fun. It was it was a bit of a romp through. It didn't get bogged down in taking itself too seriously or going look. Yes, we might be based on a video game, 
but we're a serious movie. We're going to pitch ourselves alongside because there's no getting away from it. It's going to get pitched alongside things like Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies, which are majoritively, in my viewing, just too fucking serious. You know, they're, they're quite bogged down with, oh my God, this is weighty for just a bunch of fucking midgets, hairy midgets wandering around a fucking field. Whereas this, it isn't. It's fun. There's 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 bits going on with it. You've got Ben Foster being perfectly cast as a fucking essentially almost like some kind of magic wizard junkie. Um, magic kind of wizard fits. junkie is perfection. Yeah, yeah, and that that worked out really quite well because I'm gonna have to remember that because that needs to be the name of this episode. <laughs> because it's almost like he's fighting against being a bad guy, but then he just. He just gives into it. And he doesn't even look like he's enjoying it, but he's like, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> and it works really, really well. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, man. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say. I was, I was half expecting more of a debate, to be honest. But, I mean, I, yeah. I, I just, it's... It's a great deal of fun, and like you say, it, I mean, it takes itself seriously enough. Yes, it's it's not taking the piss out of itself. No, but it's also it, it, it it's also like I say, it's got a little bit of I keep using it playfulness to it. It's got a little bit of levity to it, and almost like it's it, it's trying to it it does feel a little bit like it, it's very conscious that it could go too far down one route. So when it looks like it's going there. It, it quickly throws in a little bit of a, a humorous moment. For instance, him walking up all those stairs to get to the top of the tower to go and see the Guardian. And oh, he's, and he just looks point, fucked by the end of it. Yeah, he's yeah. hunched over, kind of panting and sweating, and just looking up at the rest of the stairs. is a little bit like... It's it it's virgin, virgin on taking the piss out of itself, but not doing it. Yeah, no, quite. But, I mean, it, it also... It, it feels like... It's genuinely got something to say about mm. about inclusiveness and you know about being able to to change change your mind about things to change your preconceptions and accept new things and I mean like I I watched Doom last night mm. and there's a video game movie. <laughs> Yes, there is a video game movie. And, you know, the comparisons, you, you say video game movie, and it brings to mind a, cer- a, a, a certain thing. It, and it, I'll, talk, I'll talk more about to mind things like Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I'll, I'll talk more about Doom later on. But this doesn't really feel like a video game movie. It just feels like a blockbuster. And, I, I mean, I, I think that's the, uh, Jones's uh, credit. And... I, I, yeah, I don't know. It just it seems like it's got good things to say, but then also there are only two films that I can remember in my in my memory that ha- feature characters throwing horses at people. One <laughs> yeah. is Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and the yeah. other is Warcraft. Yeah, and, and well, they're, they're also they're automatically at least three out of five for me because of that. But also <laughs> the bit where like somebody's riding something and then somebody cuts through and it's like it cuts through the thing and then the momentum just like makes the top half of the thing and the rider just like violently jerk forward and smash into something 
Yeah. Which was great. And you've got these orcs, like, just hammering hammers around all over the place. And there's just... There's an impact to the CG battle scenes that are found genuinely impressive. Yeah, that's it. It, it, it didn't just look... It didn't just look like a mass of battles, except there was a couple of pull-out shots um, that made it look like a mass of battles, which, in my mind, I went, oh, that's nice, because, it, it, I, like I said, never played the game, but I'm guessing that battle, from that specific angle, is the angle that you play the game at, and you have battles at, because it was a very specific pull to the left angle. Oh, yeah, I know the thing you're talking about. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. And, and I thought, no, do you know what? Yes, there, there's your big battle shot, but you can get away with it in this because of because of the source material. Yeah, totally. Um, that, I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I I hope this thing makes a lot of money, just because it does kind of feel like it would be a bit of a fuck you critics on 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 it, really. Yeah, it, 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 it's sniffiness. There's nothing more than it's sniffiness about this 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 movie. And I, I don't really understand where it's coming from, other than the fact that, what, it's based on a computer game. Oh, uh, sorry, are they going to do the same thing to when uh, Michael F. Aspender's uh, Assassin's Creed comes out? Yeah, quite. I mean, that, that that's going to be interesting. It's directed Macbeth and Snowtown, Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillard, Jeremy Irons, like... That yeah, I I could just see the existential panic that's going to put a certain critic in, uh, yeah, which is going to be rather delicious, I think. But yeah, I I I, I don't know. I mean, like I I, I thought the, the the performances were pretty great as well. I mean, like it's mental that the lead, the lead orc is Toby Kebbell. Yeah, it is because it, it doesn't. Because I, I, the thing is, I knew. I knew who was in it, and I knew that Thomas Fimmel was the lead character, but I didn't know who was playing, and I knew Paula Patton was playing the, the green girl. Um, but I didn't know anybody else who was who was elsewhere. And I was thinking, right, so is Kevin going to turn up being something? Is Kaczynski going to turn up being something? Is Ben Foster an orc, or is he... Oh, no, he's the Guardian. Right, all right, I'm cool with that. And I was then thinking... Right, which one's Kevil and which one's Kaczynski? I didn't, I didn't know. I actually thought it was Kaczynski. Did you? Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't know. And I think that, that's great, that you don't know, that you don't work that out, that it is. What is it? Whereas I think when um, Kevil was in What's It, for instance, uh, Planet of the Apes, you knew very much that that was who he was. Yeah, yeah, there's some, there was something Which again is a trick. With, Which, with the Planet of the H one, Cobra, I think it was, wasn't yeah. it? Um, that, yeah, it, it, kind, it just weirdly, it kind of looks like Toby Kebbell, which is impressive in itself. Exactly, yeah. And that was, I, I, and I, I've read that, that, that they actually, they meant to do that with 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 the uh, Donald Planet of the H. They meant to have a little bit of the the, 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 the person who's actually doing the acting within the, the ape themselves. Yeah, totally. So, uh, and, uh, but, I mean, it, it's... I, I think it's it's a strong performance. He's he's conflicted, but he he's got a good sense of right and wrong, mm. um, and he basically gets fucked over by those around him. And I think um, you know Kaczynski's character's got an interesting arc as well, which is well done. Um, I, I it's just the fact that they 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 flesh out the orcs 
really well. I mean, even though I will say, I thought it was a, a little disappointing that the only straight up bad guy is an orc. Like it would have been. I, it, 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 just, just in terms of like, well, where do your sympathies really lie? Well, there aren't really any straight up bad men apart from Ben Foster, ben but Foster's. then he's being like possessed by this evil anyway, so it kind of doesn't count. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could kind of. I don't know. You had the the, the council of other uh, kings and leaders would basically just be assholes to Dominic Cooper and saying, "Oh, we're not helping you." Yeah, but I mean, they were, they were being dickheads. They weren't. Evil. Yeah, it's just I, 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 I think maybe you know, hopefully in future movies, if we get a future movies, uh, which I really hope we do, that that, that, that will kind of get fleshed out. Um, but I, I like the fact that um, it, it's, it's also it's quite brave to establish. Um, a, a, a lead character um, within the, of, of one of the arts and establish it and say, look, this is the this is the lead arc that we want you to follow. Or oh, by the way, uh, yeah, it would kill them. Was is is different. That was ballsy as fuck. I yeah. did not see that coming. I mean, no. the, the fact that their kid is left an orphan by the end of it is yeah, it, it, wow. it, yeah, it's like okay, that you say it ballsy as fuck because you're looking at it going. Oh well, he's gonna at some point he's gonna you know there's gonna be a bit of life he's gonna sort of funnel into him or something like that and he's gonna come back to life and the next movie is gonna be him trying to track down his kid or whatever. Nope, dead. <laughs> and it's a bit like that. He's like, you know what? Fine, fair enough. And I, I like the fact that it, it establishes you know where we're going from here. You know, and and I, it did finish and I did sort of think, yep, yes, yes, I want another movie now. Can we start it now? Um, and, and the strange thing is, I went to see this at, um, at 22.10 on a Tuesday morning. Um, and there was me and there was um, an elderly couple in the screening. And that was it. Um, and um, I was waiting, cause I thought, I was waiting and watching the credits roll and uh, waiting for the lights to come up because I wasn't sure if there was like, a mid-credits um, bit or anything like that. And I thought, I'll wait until the lights come up. And this... this this elderly couple walking by, and out of nowhere, I just thought, I wonder what's possessed them to come at 20 to 10 on a Tuesday morning yeah. to come see Warcraft. Um, so I just sort of said, oh, excuse me, do I have actually a quick question? And they said, oh, why uh, are you here? No, I just said, just, out of pure curiosity, and you can, you can tell me to chill up and go away. I'm just wondering, you know, you don't seem like the demographic uh, that this movie's going for. Uh, why are you. Um, what 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 made you want to come and see uh, Warcraft? Are you are you Warcrafters? And this is oh no we we we're, you know we've not never really played the game or anything like that, but we really liked Moon. Uh, oh, knew, that's awesome! Good on. We it. knew it was directed by uh, Duncan Jones, and um, and we thought, do you know what? Why not? Why not? It looks it looks like it could be fun. And I was like, and did you enjoy it? And I said it was a lot of fun. Um, you clearly enjoyed it. I was like, what? <laughs> and I said, yeah, you clearly enjoyed it. I said, why? I said, oh, you said you were laughing quite a lot. I was like, ah, I didn't bother you. And I said, no, it's nice, nice that someone was enjoying the movie. I was like, I said, oh, well, good, glad that you enjoyed it as well. So it was, it was you know, it's it nice the fact that these people were in there. But I was conscious of the fact that I was, I was laughing quite a lot at it, at bits. <laughs> yeah, no, so, so was I. I mean, I went um, Monday at. Uh, 20 to 10 as well. Did you see it in view by any chance? I did indeed, yeah. Yeah, they must have just had like the same synced film times or something. I, I saw it on Monday and there's quite a few people in there and I don't know, they, they, they seem to be into it in fairness. Um, 
Anyway, I, I, I will say, though, um, well done, View Murphy Tidville, for uh, seemingly waking your projectionist up 21 minutes after the advertised showtime and then starting the trailers. And also well done oh. for your, your Twitter account. When I tweeted saying, nothing started yet, what's going on? It's like 15 minutes after the start time. They tweeted me back saying... Well, you know, the ads and trailers can last 20 to 30 minutes. And it was like, right, did you not actually read my message? <laughs> nothing has started. Nothing has started. No and then minutes. they basically didn't reply to that. Oh. So, well, you know, well done view. It was the first time since I did a couple of shifts um, covering projection at Murphy Tidville that I've been to the view at Murphy Tidville, even though geographically it's actually the second closest cinema to me. And... It, they did not cover themselves in glory, I, I will say. Oh, right. Uh, the, the, the sound was not great. There was a weird buzzing that, all the way through. Oh, that, that's really bad. So I, I was going to mention uh, that the sound design is is fantastic. Yeah, I didn't really get that. They had a big oh, old trailer thing at the start talking about Dolby 4K audio. Nah. Oh, that, that is such a shame because yeah, the, the 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 sound design I thought was was incredible. The the clanging of the swords and the the thunk that you got with the with the, the fucking big sort of mallet things that the uh, the, the orcs were using uh, was was fantastic. I, I you know there was real there was real kind of thought went into that, uh, and it's such a shame that, that you didn't get that. But the weird thing was also the when I bought my ticket, the girl at the counter uh, said to me, oh. Um, it's brilliant. It's fantastic. I was like, oh, good, good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And she said, she said, yeah. She said, I want to see it again today when I finish my shift. Uh, I was like, all oh, right, that good then. She's like, yeah. So you know, when I, as I was leaving, I kind of tapped on the counter and just sort of said, yeah, it's fantastic to her as well. Uh, so it does seem to be that, 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 that people who kind of who have seen it are kind of enjoying it. And a lot of people keep me saying, I seem to see a lot of people saying, hang on a minute, what, what, what's going on? Why have people been snippy about it? And it yeah. seems to be that if you're a paid critic, you don't like it. And if you're somebody who's actually paid to go and see it out of curiosity or because you want to, you actually quite enjoy it. Yeah, straight up. And I mean, it's um, just looking at its box office, it's opened It's opened in a few places, but not everywhere. And it's done 37 million. It's yet to open in the, in the US and it's yet to open in China. Yes, China's going to be huge for that. Yeah, so I... And the Russian market is, is a huge market as well. It's not open in Russia yet, is it? Uh, yeah, it has. It was oh, the second highest opening weekend in Russia behind Deadpool, if I remember correctly, which, you know, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Um, just a lot of random countries so far. And looking at Box Office Mojo, they haven't taken in UK into account yet. And it was the busiest film in UK cinemas on Monday, at least. So, yeah, um, yeah it, it's going to be interesting to see how it, do, it does. I mean, it, it, it did 10 million in its opening weekend in Russia, um, which, which, yeah, which is good for Russia. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'd be fine. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's the thing is, I, I think we're wrapping up on this anyway. I, I'm, I'm definitely not shit. I'm, I'm looking forward to I, I'm, I'm really hoping it makes money for a few reasons. One, because you know, it's I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I want to see another one. And two, just 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 to fucking stick two fingers up at all the like I say, the sniffy critic of it. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it's I don't know because like Batman versus Superman, I wasn't a massive fan of, and you know, it kind of felt like there was a bit of a pile on going going on there. But I, I it just that film, I don't. It's just got really really obvious problems, and this one. I'd like to say, I do think it's Jones's weakest film, and I, I, 
there there is. But I mean, what didn't what didn't I like about it? I, I, well, that's it. I, I I can't really think of anything that that really that I didn't really like about it at all. Like, I pretty much like oh, there was you know there was, there was a great interaction uh, between the orcs at the start where that just that essentially established them as being look these are orcs but they're just they're basically they're just people but slightly different. Yeah, totally. They have, they, have, they have normal person relationships and normal person problems, but they're just built to, to fight. Yeah, yeah, no, quite. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly that. I, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what people's problems are. No, there's some good sort of. It's it's established a world really, really well. Um, there's a lot of things set up for future movies without it feeling like it is quite literally just setting up the sequels. Um, yeah, I, I can't really pick. Well, wasn't um, it really? I, I'd slightly, I'd slightly disagree with that, just because I think literally the last last line of the film is pretty much this is only the beginning or something yeah, like the, that. The, 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 that is that, but it, it's not. If you let's say if you took it's, that it line tells out, a complete story. It tells a complete story in of itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is doing that. It is saying it is wanting to have sequels, but like I say, the story just feel like. It's told a story here. It doesn't just like The Hobbit, where it just fucking ends midway through a fucking scene, and you're like, "All right, well, fuck yeah. you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, def- uh, definitely not shit. I am, um, I'm, I'm very, very, very okay with it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, right, Ian, uh, throw out some uh, what you've been uh, watching at us. All right. So, um, I mean, I mentioned it in in passing in the review. So, uh, yeah, Doom, uh, so, which is on Netflix, and I. I somewhat remember watching Doom around where it came out, but I think I was just probably really drunk. So there you go. Um, Becky loves this film. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think it's great, but it seems to have a reputation as being one of the worst video game films. I don't quite see that. It's I, I quite enjoy the cast. I mean, The Rock basically go. It, there, there's an uncomfortable shift from The Rock being the badass leader to okay, now he's the bad guy. What? Yeah. Which doesn't really work. Um, but it's 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 nice and nasty at, at points. Um, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like the game in the slightest. Like the <laughs> fact that most of the, the the monsters are basically zombies, like far running zombies. I, I I think it just it isn't it isn't the game. Um, and the first person sequence is balls. <laughs> like, that sequence is horrible. Um, but I, it's just the fact that he, he kind of just seems to be plodding around. And the, the thing is, Doom... The thing about Doom is speed. Like, the new Doom game yeah. is really fast. And Doom 3 wasn't that fast, but the others are just fast. It's like momentum, momentum... And then you've got this first-person sequence where he's plodding around, stopping, having a look about, plodding around, stopping, having a look about. And it genuinely... Is it not a bare minimum requirement if you're going to do a video game film that you at least play the game? Because it it doesn't feel like the director did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I I, I quite like The Rock. Um, Agreeable amounts of sweaty, uh, which (laughs) is always good for The Rock. Um... I, you know, Carl Urban and Rosamund Pike are actually figure not bad. Dexter Fletcher turns up and he's he's nicely kind of whiny. Um, I, I mean, it, it looks fairly cheap. 
Um, but the gore is is decent and mainly practical, uh, which is super. Um, and yeah, I just I I I I I'm not massive on it, but it's better than Super Mario Brothers. It's better than Mortal Kombat. It is. I know a lot of people would disagree, but it is. It's better yeah, than Street Fighter. It's better than Street Fighter. It's better than the first Hitman. I can't say anything for Agent Forty Seven because I haven't seen it. It's not better than Agent Forty Seven. They, okay, I, I, I'm going to watch Agent 47 soon, I think, because I, I am genuinely intrigued in that. I, 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 I'd be very surprised. I mean, don't be wrong, Agent 47 is not a fantastic movie. I'd be very surprised if you don't watch Agent 47 and go, that's very enjoyable. Okay, nice. I can, I, I can deal with that. Okay. If um, Agent 47 has got, has got either a Tuesday or a Thursday night movie written all over it. That'll do. I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see. I'm, I'm going. We're going over to my mum's the week after next. Uh, by the way, I will still be available for recording. It's fine. Um, and uh, I like. It, I just. It's kind of take a bunch of films with me, watch a bunch of shit on 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 the the, the phone or my new MacBook, and um, you know that feels like one that I will, I will have with me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, it'll be it'll be a good one for something like that certainly yeah, yeah no totally um okay so i'm not going to talk about that because we're going to talk about that next week um uh, <laughs> so i watched django unchained it's django unchained it gets better every time that film's brilliant um bones yeah, bones the snoop dog horror film yeah <laughs> If you watch Bones, the Snoop Dogg horror film. Have you ever seen this? I've never seen it there. It's on Amazon Video. <laughs> um, of course it is. <laughs> so, basically... It's got Catherine Isabel in it. Oh, yeah. Um, Bones. Snoop Dogg plays Jimmy Bones, who's a guy who's really well respected in his neighbourhood um, and is killed. And then... Um, he basically kind of comes back and wreaks vengeance on a bunch of kids who want to turn his old house into a nightclub, including Catherine Isabel. Um, right. What was that line that I WhatsApped you guys last week? I need to, something about fried chicken. Um, but I loved it so much. Um, <laughs> I think it was Friday. Oh, no. I just I fucking I see if I can YouTube it because I need to show you this. Um, it's shit, by the way. Um, I mean, it's, <laughs> um, bones fried chicken death. Let's see what happens when I do this. How to butcher a whole chicken. I bet you might put Bones film. <laughs> Bones fried chicken Snoop Dogg. Oh, fuck it. Snoop Dogg gets chicken and is pissed off. Gay reporter asks dumb questions. I do not own the video. Okay. Um, fuck, sorry. I know this is dead air. Uh... <laughs> Christ. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. 
Is it like a black exploitation movie, or is it trying to pitch itself to fucking Pangry, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's she's actually really really big in it as well. Is she? Jeez. And it's set in the seventies. Oh, here we go. Bones. Right. So basically, there is a scene where a dog, the dog's yep. head, morphs into the face of Snoop Dogg, and then says, "The gangster of love don't need no fried chicken." Wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but, I mean, it, the thing is, there's a lot of practical effects stuff and there's some s- super big nods to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, yeah. So it, it's got that. Um, but it can't decide whether Snoop Dogg is supposed to be an affable, sympathetic guy who got wrongly killed or a badass, vengeful horror character. <laughs> and it just it's all over the place um, so it, 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 he wants to be all things to all men pretty much yeah 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 um and i, I but the thing is i didn't hate it, it it's un, i think it's unintentionally really funny in in spots there's a character who's killed and then bones just caro- carries his disembodied head round while he's commenting on the action for about the next 10 or 15 minutes um which, which is incredible um but i mean the lead characters are whatever um the the, the plot forget about it it's directed by <laughs> ernest dickerson uh which is weird um and yeah it's bones it's Snoop Dogg in a horror film. Yeah, it does seem a, a strange one. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it, probably quite a good drunk, drunk watch, though. Um, yeah, so there, there's that. Um, so I've just got a couple others. Um, so, yeah, I rewatched Source Code. Source Code is great. Um, Source Code is great. Um, really, it's a great mix of, like, thriller and... Hitchcocky and light-hearted kind of fun and games, but with a, like a serious heart to it as well. I'm, I'm yeah, big fan. Um, and uh, lastly, the Brothers Grimsby or Grimsby, uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, so it's 83 minutes long. Um, it, it's a very, very, very long 83 minutes. Very, 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 very long. And it, it's just, it is. The sign of a man who has some cachet, despite the fact that he hasn't really had a massive hit in years, somehow managing to get Sony to bankroll this particular film, which genuinely, I mean, I've described it to you, genuinely has one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Um, it was it was the clip I believe it was the clip that was showed on like Jimmy Fallon where it was like so offensive they could only show the audience's reaction to it and I could kind of see why to be honest because it's just like right there's no need for that it it, it, it does what you described it does sound like like it, it, it's not done for any comedic um, element other than to just just to be look look at what we've done. It, it wouldn't have surprised me if it was in Freddy Got Fingered, but at least Tom Green was a- actively taking the piss out of the studio with that. Yeah. Um. I, so, Grimsby, it, the thing is, it's the millionaire Sasha Baron Cohen taking the piss out of poor people. 
Yeah, it's, uh, and Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, is he comes from a wealthy background as well. Yeah, yeah. So it, it does feel a little bit like, yeah, like he's he, he's gone back to kind of like the roots that he had with uh, Ali G, which I, I I never got as a character, never understood the what. To me, I don't get Sasha Baron Cohen. I I don't get what is there. Borat was was funny. It was a funny one one watch uh, movie. Beyond that, I, I found him to be irritating in everything and just not very funny, really. And it, it, it it's he seems to have come crashing down this year um, with the, whole, the the Oscars thing, which was just a complete fucking lead balloon, and then this. Yeah, and I, I mean it's 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 kind of deserved. I mean, I I laughed a few times. I won't lie. Um, I thought I thought there were. There's a sequence involving a misunderstanding with a toilet cleaner, which um, did have me laughing pretty much through the entire thing. Um, so there's that. Um, but is that really a recommendation? It's not, is it? You know, um, it's a really long 83 minutes, and I d- Mark Strong, <laughs> I just. I, 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 he likes money, obviously, but what the fuck he must have thought of this when they were filming it, I don't know. What do you think? He maybe bought into the the, the myth of Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he did. I mean, Ian McShane turns up as well, and Gabori Sidibe. Well, McShane, McShane will literally do anything. For yeah, me. yeah, no, totally. But Barkad Abdi's in it, and um, his role in Captain Phillips kind of depressing the role that he takes in this. Um, just because Captain Phillips, it's like trying to break stereotypes and to have a human character in. In this, he's just a walking stereotype. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just... It's a really long 83 minutes, Mark. That, that, and 83 minutes isn't that long a time. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it's about three or four minutes credit uh, credits at the end. But, I God, it did feel longer. Um, so... Yeah, Grimsby. It's it's as bad as you, you, you've heard it is, really. There's no there's no real surprise. But... It, it's one of those where I, I had a mild amount of kind of curiosity to actually um, to watch it, and now I really, really actively don't. It's it's weird. It, Louis Leterrier has had a fucked up resume. Yeah. Like this. Now you see me. Um, Clash of the Titans, The Incredible Hulk. And I think the Transporter one he co-directed. Yeah. Or, or the Transporter two, and it's just. You trust what? I think I think co-directed both. I think. Just what? Well, no, no, he, he, he directed Transporter two, and I think he co-directed the Transport Transporter. Yeah. Okay, and I, I mean to to be fair, the action's not terrible. It's competently done, and you know it's pretty much a UK-made film, which actually looks like a film, which which is almost a kind of like a miracle in itself, it, it, it would seem. But yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's Grimsby. <laughs> uh, so there you go, I'm done. Cool. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go through mine then. Um, I rewatched uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Um, which is one of my favourite high school movies, to be honest. I thoroughly enjoy it. And I go, well, as I watched maybe every couple of years, um, and was flicking through 
uh, Netflix the other day. Uh, it was it was it was one of those nights where it was too late to actually start watching a movie, but I wasn't tired enough to go to sleep. And I flipped by this and thought, huh, Fast Times at Bridgemont High. It's ninety minutes long. It's a, it's fun, but if I fall asleep an hour into it, it doesn't matter because I've seen it fifty times. Sure. Um, I still really enjoy it. I still think it's 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 great to watch a um, an R-rated um, high school movie where the kids actually do look like they're the age they're supposed to be, um, and it, it looks like they have actual sort of real problems that, that actually exist. It's it's not got it's not as got as much machine as as as, as you get now. Um, and uh, Sean Penn's a, a crazy amount of fun as Spicoli. You know, he's an iconic character. And when you look at when you look at how much fun that character is, and you look at how serious Sean Penn's career went, it, it does it is it's it totally strange that if you essentially if if you showed somebody this. And then showed somebody uh, who knew nothing about Sean Penn. Then showed somebody something like I don't know Mystic River, and you went, "Oh, did you know that's that's Jeff Spicoli from Fast Times at High?" They'd be like, "Fuck off!" No, it's not. Sure, it, it is to to that point. Um, it, it's always always fun watching Judge Reinhold in classic Judge Reinhold time, uh, and there's there's loads of people that kind of crop up uh, in it. Um, you know, from Nick Cage, he's there. Anthony Edwards is there. Eric Stoltz. Is in the background. Uh, Bruce Springsteen's sister Pamela Springsteen's there because she was uh, dating Sean Penn at the time. You know, it, it's it's kind of a little snapshot of, of early eighties America. It's, yeah, it, it's, sounds like it's it, bizarre, yeah. um, and it's it's a it's a it's a, a, a lot a lot of fun. Uh, and of course, based on Cameron Crowe's book, he wrote the screenplay for it as well, I believe. I think. Yeah. In fact, I know he did. I'm sure he did. Uh, I also rewatched. I'll go through my rewatches and I'll come up with a couple of new watches. I rewatched Crazy Stupid Love. Um, Solid. On Bank Holiday Monday. Um, wanted to watch something uh, with Isabel. Isabel suggested it, and about 10 minutes into it, uh, I realised this film is just all about sex. Yep. <laughs> this is just all about. How is this for the 12? But yeah, but she enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it. it it's. it's I remember reading a, a thing, um, and it was an interview with the uh, one of the directors, or both of the directors it might have even been, um, and they were saying that it wasn't in the script um, for Ryan Gosling to slap Steve Carell. He just did it at one point. Um, and um, they all kind of started laughing about it. But apparently Steve Carell genuinely hated it and got sick of it. And at one point where he I'd says... I'd imagine Steve Carell being like that, to be fair, yeah. Says to him... Um, please stop slapping me, was actually just Steve Carell saying stop slapping me. And Gosling's response to it was to slap him a second later. And then later on in the movie, when Carell slaps Ryan Gosling, again, wasn't in the script, Steve Carell just did it back to him. And they just they all just left it in and thought, there, there you go. Um, it's it's just, it's it's one of those rare movies where it's it's a movie that goes, right, what we want to do is this. And it does every single thing it's supposed to do really, really well. It's an incredibly solid movie. You know, it's it's not trying to redefine a genre. It's just trying to entertain you for two hours. And that's what it does. It's fun. There's enough there for girls to look at Ryan Gosling and go, oh, my God. And it does. It's a film that quite literally is objectifying a guy. Throughout the entirety of it, it is Ryan Gosling is at the start of the movie is there essentially to go, hey, look at this guy. He's 
is the is the dictionary definition of a player. But but you still are loving what looking at him without his shirt on. Everybody, um, I need to watch Stupid Love again soon, man. I it's really on Amazon Prime. Prime. Is it really? Oh, it's on Amazon great. Prime, yeah. Um, uh, but also for the guys, you've got look. Here's Emma Stone doing her cute and bubbly girl next door thing. Yep. Here's Julianne Moore doing her confused old woman thing. Oh, and by the way, we're going to throw in a little bit of crazy Marisa Tomei, so you've all got stuff to look at as well. Yeah, and she's it's fun in this. Yeah, yeah and Marisa Tomei is great in everything. She's she's just a lot of fun, and she is stunning for a woman in you know. Not Marisa Tomei isn't stunning for a woman in her fifties. She's just stunning. Uh, no, Marissa Tomei is the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Becky has her as a spirit animal. <laughs> That's a good spirit animal choice. Yeah, yes. So that is that is her spirit animal. It, it, it is Marissa Tomei. What would be your spirit animal? Who's my spirit animal? Yeah, what, what, what? It could be an animal or it could be a person or whatever. Who's your spirit animal? A really, really mighty bull. <laughs> nice. My my, I am nicknamed Bronco in work. So uh, oh sweet, there yeah. you go then. Um, yeah. Um, also, uh, I rewatched uh, the Pelican Brief, which is the film I went to see at the cinema when I was like eleven, and I went on my, my own. My God, man! <laughs> see the Pelican Brief. <laughs> It's like 11 years old. That's fantastic. <laughs> Which is a the Pelican movie is like is 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 a top political uh, thriller. <laughs> um, the Pelican Brief is so long. It is so long. It's two hours twenty minutes, and I am not joking. A lot of that is scenes in slow motion that you're going. What? Why does this scene take this long? This is too long. Um, it's. It's good, but Christ, it could do with about 20 minutes cutting out of it Sounds quite like easily. Yeah. Uh, I, I, do you know what? I think you could cut out half an hour out of this movie and not even cut a single plot point out of it. Is it a John Grisham? Yes, what? it is an adaptation of John Grisham. Uh, oh. And it's um, it's Alan uh, Pakula who did um, The Parallax View. Fuck uh, me, is uh, it really? I, the yeah. thing is, I don't think I've ever seen a John Grisham adaptation. Have you not? I, I, I've seen many. Uh, but Alan Pakula directing it has me interested. Well, if you're going to watch a John Grisham movie, don't make it this one to start off with. Uh, I'd, I'd maybe watch um, The Client or uh, A Time to Kill. A Time to Kill is a very good movie, actually. Mm. Um so let's see what else. What else has he done that became adaptation? The Firm is a good one to watch, actually. The Firm's very good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go for those instead and then move on to, um, uh, yeah, to, to the Pelican Brief. Uh, because it, 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 it's good, it's, it, it's solid, but it's too long, is what I'll say. Um, I, I watched a film called Mind Hunters. Um, it's just the Rennie Harlan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, 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 years ago, but yeah. Yeah, um, it looks nice. It's shot by Robert Gantz, um, the guy who shot the Mezzarine movies. Um, it looks nice. It's got Christian Slater in it. It's got Val Kilmer in it. It's got Clifton Collins Jr. in it. But but it's also got Johnny Lee Miller doing a, a very strange accent in it. Um, the girl who played Anup Summer Moon from the Mummy movies in it, um, who... Obviously, they decided about halfway through, oh, my God, her voice is so irritating. We're just not going to give her any lines. And LL Cool J, um, 
Just being LL Cool J. Doesn't Christian it. Slater get his head like frozen and smashed? Or Body something? frozen and smashed. Yes. Body. Okay. Body, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It starts out going. This is interesting. Like it. Some nice set design. Uh, what it is? It, it's a group of um, FBI profilers mm. are sent to a, 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 a Navy training island by Val Kilmer um, to uh, <laughs> to solve a um, to create a profile of a serial killer based upon uh, the setups that are within the uh, on this island. Uh, except they start getting killed off. Mm. And they aren't sure whether or not they're getting killed off by a serial killer on there, if it's one of them, or if it's Val Kilmer. Um, essentially, he's just gone too far. He's gone too deep into um, these crazy mind games. Uh, and it goes on like that. I watched it like three days ago, and I already can't remember what happened. So it's one of those. It's, it's the Christian Slater bit is the only bit I remember. Yeah, it, 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 it's not very good. Mm. It's just not very good. Um, we watched Sleeping with the Enemy. Um, that, 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 that's just, that, that film is, is a bit mad. A, a bit mad, I think, is the closest bit you can get to it. Um, Patrick Bergen in it, it, is, it literally is the worst kind of creepy in it. it it's, yeah, it, it, it's... There's a reason why nobody ever goes on about sleeping with the enemy anymore. Why it happened, and it was big, and it was a popular movie at the time, but then nobody ever goes back and rewatches it. It's, it's like the hand that rocks terrible. the cradle. That rocks cradle is actually still quite a good movie when you go back and watch but it. It's like, it feels like it was massive at the time, and yeah. no one no, ever no one. talks about yeah. it. I, I, nobody ever should talk about Sleeping with the Enemy because it's not very good. Uh, if you want to watch a good Sleeping with the Enemy, just watch Gone Girl. Um, and then I also watched a movie called The Substitute with Tom Berenger. Have you ever seen The Substitute with no, Tom Berenger? No, I've heard of. How was it? Right. For anybody who doesn't know, um, The Substitute with Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger plays a mercenary called Shale, right? He's called Shale. Sure. Uh, and they are um, him and his, his mercenary buddies which are played by Luis Guzman William Forsyth and uh, Raymond Cruz to give you an idea of who they are of course they um, are. and William Forsyth is in full William Forsyth uh, mode so he's just crazy and runs around shouting um, right so they have just done uh, covert operations for the US government in Cuba and then they are basically told, you're no longer needed for this. So they're looking for work in and around sort of Miami. Um, and then Shale's girlfriend um, is working. She's a teacher working at a high school. Uh, and she's attacked by, uh, well, not by one of the students. She's attacked on behalf of one of the students who pays a big Indian guy to essentially break her legs. Fantastic. So um, Tom Berenger... Um, essentially goes into the school um, and poses as the substitute teacher to go in because he thinks that somebody is dealing drugs in and around the school. So he gets him and his mercenary mates to essentially put cameras in around the school and try and crack what's going down at the school, um, which ends up, and I am not joking, ends up with them having a gunfight with, with some of the students and the principal of the school, played by Ernie Hudson, and some Cuban drug runners. That sounds delightful. 
it, it, it's insane, but brilliant. Mm. Um, Tom Berenger looks looks like looks like five years ago. This role was made for him, but he's a little bit out of shape and not quite there for the role. But fuck it, he's going to do it anyway. And that's how it works. It is an awful lot of fun. This movie, it really, really is. And I'm just looking now, and there's sequels. There's sequels where Treat Williams uh, replaces Tom Berenger. Bloody hell, that is that is an exchange. And there's three of them. And do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to watch those. I am going to watch those. There's there's the substitute two schools out. The substitute three winner takes all. Um, And um, substitute four failure is not an option. How about that that already? Bill Nunn is in uh, the fourth one. Um, Who's in the third one? There's got to be somebody else. There's always somebody else in these movies. Ah, oh, damn, there's nobody else of note in that, but I'm just guarantee I'll watch it and go, oh my god, it's that guy from that. Uh, oh, and again, there's there's nobody of note in, in that. Oh, BD Wong's in it. Ah, oh, good old BD Wong. Yes, so uh, yeah, I, I I will be watching the, the Substitute sequels at some point over the next kind of uh, probably couple of weeks. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed The Substitute, and I think it's on Netflix, I'm pretty sure it is. Nice. Uh, so yes, so um, moving on to the uh, the second part of our Paul Patton Doubleville, um, the do over, uh, the Netflix movie um, part of like you said the Adam Sandler um, Netflix kind of collaboration. Um, of course, it stars David Spade because you know what else would David Spade be doing apart from being an Adam Sandler movie? Yeah, uh, he plays the manager of a bank uh, inside a save and pay grocery store. He's nothing to do with save and pay though. Uh, and he goes to his um, his um, high school reunion, uh, and his best friend uh, from high school uh, that he doesn't recognise strangely um, is played by fair point yeah. <laughs> by Adam Sandler, um, who's called Max, and they call Maxi Pad because of course this is an Adam Sandler movie. Is uh, there and uh, he gets chatting to him, and you know Maxi Pad's got this great life, and he's working for the FBI and all this lot. Uh, and then, you know, we find that he's got this terrible life, uh, David Spade, because his wife is clearly cheating with her ex-husband. He also looks after her two kids who treat him with no respect, etc. And then what would you know, uh, Adam Sandler ends up faking their deaths because he's not quite who he says he is. Um, Ian, the do-over. What did you think? Uh, didn't hate it didn't hate it um i didn't like it but i didn't hate it and that's something it annoys me that the two best looking things i've seen in 4k on netflix so (laughs) six and the do over but it is what it is um but yeah the, the, the 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 gender politics are fucked i mean it ends with David Spade celebrating kicking the crap out of Paula Patton. But then again, you could, you could, you could actually say, well, the gender policies of that are actually, you know, he wasn't afraid to fight a woman. And if you're going to treat people equally, you've kind of got to look at it in that way. Because let's face it, if if, I, if that was a fight in real life, all my money would be on Patton. Mm. That's true. That's true. And to be fair, 
at least it's not saying Paul Parton would get with David Spade. Yes, it is. Uh, there's that. There's a movie re- I watched recently, and I can't remember what it was, where one of the characters is, is, is fighting a woman, and he's like, I don't think I should hit you back. I am so conflicted right now. 22 is Jump it- Street. Yeah, I think it might be 22 Jump Street. Uh, so there's that, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I can absolutely see where you're coming from, but I think you could argue the other side of it in a bizarre way. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I, I So... <sighs> The thing is, it's I'd, the fact that it, in the the plot starts with David Spade's wife basically fucking another well, bloke on a dance yeah. floor, and it ends <laughs> with the cure for cancer being discovered. Yeah, is um quite something. Um, it is quite something. The, the the actual the moral message that is within this movie, and the way it's. <laughs> that it actually gets to it, you kind of go, wow, there's actually something under the surface of this movie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though I, I did enjoy the fact that it's not like David Spade realises he had a good thing going at home and yeah. you know, he goes back to his family. It's just, not nah, fuck his family. I'm just going to pretend to be a zombie and scare the shit out of all of them. <laughs> you know, it was, you know I, it, like stuff like that I actually thought was pretty solid. And it did, did, it did things that I wasn't expecting. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not that funny. It's very long. It is very long, isn't it? Yeah, it's like an hour and 50. Come on now. This is, this can just be 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, this should be no more than 96 minutes. Yeah. But, yeah, didn't hate it. What do you think? Yeah, I'm just, I, I, yeah, I, 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 do you know what? Do you know what? I'm going to have to say it. I'd go as far as to say it. I actually kind of enjoyed it, to be honest. Fair enough, it's, yeah. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. There's bits in it that I go, that I went, I, this this isn't funny. I don't even think you think this is funny. But then there's also moments in it where I was going, do you know what? Yeah, all right. I, I'm actually on board. That's, that's actually quite amusing. Um, and, it, it, you know, it, it did look like it was... It, it, it didn't just feel like Adam Sandler just phoning it in. It felt a little bit it, like it, it, there was actually some thought behind it. Not a lot, but more than just, I don't know, we have a house party. We have a house party, Kevin James falls over. Yeah. Um, it, it was a little bit like that. There was, um, <laughs> no, it did feel like they were writing it as they went along. Like they went, but, oh, well, maybe, you know, he pretends he's an FBI agent, but really he is actually just, uh, you know, he just worked at a morgue as a coroner. Later on, what if he's not actually a coroner? What if he's a guidance counsellor? Oh, my God, yes, we'll do that. Let's and also, what if, what if we got them to go to Puerto Rico? Yeah. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Let's go to Puerto Rico. Who, who's Puerto Rican? Luis Cruz is Puerto Rican. How can we shoe on that fucker in here? Well, there you go. I actually quite enjoyed his bit. I enjoyed Luis Cruz, but Luis Cruz was great at anything. I, I, I kind of wanted him to be in it more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, it's just, it's a weird mishmash it's of it's low-brow comedy and actually trying to be emotionally <laughs> affecting. And it's like, David Spade's your lead character. This isn't going to be emotionally affecting. I'm sorry. It's not. And the, <coughs> one of the amusing moments of it is Adam Sandler not being able to remember what a vice is called. Uh, yeah, 
You see, it's weird shit like that, which is yeah. funny. Just like the fact that, like, when he's at that DIY shop and the kid, like, the, the guy's kids are there, <laughs> it's just like, I've got to watch my stupid kids for the Because <laughs> <laughs> my asshole wife's gone to. So, like, okay, what is he saying? What are you saying? Like, Coachella or something yeah, like that? Something like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alexander's not reacting, he's just kind of looking. He's also quite nice. I, I, what I did notice was Adam Sandler's kind of, he's lost a bit of weight and has kind of started to work out a little bit and he, he looks better for it. I don't look at him and go, come on, come on, Adam. Salma Hayek, really? You're not yeah. that fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 it just... There's not much that you can really say about the do-over. I mean, it, it, it's an interesting business decision from from Sandler and and Netflix. And I suppose fan like proper fans of Sandler must be in heaven. I mean, they are. That that's it. it, it it's a it's a strange thing. So obviously, Sandler. It, 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 do you know what? It's a really clever, a really clever business move from Adam Sandler. For the the fact, the fact remains that Adam Sandler movies were making an absolute fuckload at the box office this guy was box office gold he could roll out a, a movie you know um, that would cost 80 to 100 million and for sandler 20 of that was his fucking fee yeah and they were making money and then they stopped making as much money you know just go with it that still made money that still made a decent amount of money um you know 80 million budget made over 200 million but you know, growing ups that made a shitload of money. Grubs two, I think, didn't quite make as much. And that, that's right, eighty million made two hundred and fifty million. But things like Blended didn't seem to do as well, and mm. That's My Boy and Jack and Jill, they didn't make as much money. So it's a little bit like you went, you know what? Before I start becoming, you know, box office fucking kryptonite, why don't I do this for a little bit? Yeah. And, you know, Netflix, for them, it was a no-brainer because on the most popular of Netflix, at any point, even before this deal came across, was Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. People like Adam Sandler movies. Just people weren't going to the cinema anymore to watch Adam Sandler movies. But I will fucking guarantee you that on Netflix, Sky uh, On Demand, and um, Amazon Prime, that in the top five watched movies on those will be at least one Adam, one Adam Sandler movie, without question, if there's enough Adam Sandler movies available. Because people watch it. People enjoy watching it. So it, it, it's a no-brainer for them. And I guarantee it, Jehovah will uh, will get an insane amount of watches on it. I wouldn't have got to see it at the cinema, but I've watched it fucking home. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the thing. I mean, like, it's... Yeah, I've watched The Ridiculous Six and The Do-Over now, and it's just like, uh, and yet, I still haven't watched Beasts of No Nation. Yeah, I haven't either. And and being honest, holding my hands up, I'm probably going to watch The Ridiculous Six before I watch Beasts of No Nation. And one of the reasons is Beasts of No Nation is two and a half hours long. Yeah. But then again, I just watched the fucking Pelican Brief. That's true as well. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, as much as I fucking despise grown-ups... I don't really despise any of his other films that I've actually seen. And every six months or so, yeah, I'll stick on one of his films for two hours and give it two out of five. Well, that's it. That's the thing. The, the, the thing is, I, I watch, I will watch Adam Sandler movies. I, I'm going through now his entire catalog, back catalogue, and 
I can tell you, I have not seen. I have not seen you don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah, I have seen that. Okay. Yeah. And I have not seen Hotel Transylvania Two or Ridiculous Six. Okay, this is interesting. Let's do this. Yeah. Whereas everything else, I I've seen everything else, including the ones where he's just literally cameo. All right. Okay. Here we go. Okay, I haven't seen Coneheads. I've seen Airheads. Haven't seen Mixed Nuts. Okay. Haven't seen The Animal. Yeah, I have. That's one of those, uh, he was in it because Rob Schneider's in it. Yeah, and I haven't seen The Hot Chick. Yeah, I've seen The Hot Chick. Uh, God, fuck me, he's made a lot of films. Jesus. Click, yeah, okay. Uh, Ren, Rain Over Me, Rain Over Me, Rain Over Me, I haven't seen. Um, Rain Over Me is quite good, actually. Um, okay, Jack and Jill, no. Oh, Jack and Jill's fucking horrible. Ah, oh, they're like genuinely fucking horrible. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Blended, no. Men, oh, no, sorry, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen Blended yet. But have, I've, have you I've, seen I've... Men, Women and Children? The uh, Reitman one? Yeah. No, sir, I'm not. I didn't see that on that list. Of my, of my, no, that, I, so I've not seen those two either. Oh, I'm actually going to watch that, though. Um, the, Judy Greer. And he's doing a Noah Baumbach film called Yeah, Din Kakissa. Yeah. An estranged family gathers together in New York for an event celebrating the artistic work of their father. I've not got that on the list that's in front of me. Fucking hell. But, yeah, I don't know. It just... It's I don't know. It's fashionable to rag on Adam Sandler, and God knows I've done it in the past. I mean, Grown Ups is the fucking worst. I mean, I don't get that. I don't get how that thing got made, and let alone Grown Ups Two, which I haven't drugs, seen. Yeah, obviously. Grown Ups Two is worse than Grown Ups. Jesus fucking Christ! How is uh, that? I'm not joking. It is honestly worst. Wow. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. It just like I say. If it's if it's on Netflix every six months or so, I'm I'm gonna do it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was actually quite likable in it, um, and I enjoyed watching the two of them hanging out. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was it was fun at points. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I I had a good enough time with it. I mean, I'm, I'm touching cloth. Like I just. I, I certainly don't. I'm touching it, cloth. Like, I, 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 I'm not. I, I'm not going to say that it's definitely not shit. It, it, it's touching cloth, but I enjoyed it, it enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, uh, so, it, it's yeah. made me go. Do you know what? I'll give the ridiculous six a go, and the next one that comes out, I'll I'll probably watch as well. Yeah, did I didn't hate uh, ridiculous six. Um, it's not great, but I didn't hate it. Cool, we have a question, I believe. We, we have an email as well. We have an email, I'll let you do the email. I'll let you do the email first while I find the question. Um, so, this is from Marcus Sisu, who says, Is Dude and a Monkey heading to Fright Fest or London Film Festival this year? If so, what would you like to see there? Um, Fright Fest isn't happening. Um, I, I, I don't think... I might, I might try and do a day for Fright Fest. I... Okay, I might try and do a day as well, in fairness. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact it's at a different place. It's going to be interesting to see what the vibe is. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, 
like LFF, depending on my schedule, I might try and press pass it this year for just like the weekend or something. What would I like to see there? God knows. I whatever you get, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, you never really know what's going to happen by that point, really. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Um, okay, uh, question two. Is film Twitter dead? You mentioned that you and your friends are in a WhatsApp group. I find film Twitter a horrible place full of first-day release dickheads and pretentious twats and political correctness overkill, especially involving women. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. It is... Um... Uh, Chris Byrne uh, actually put um, on Facebook today a, a picture. I think that was that was reposted from Bam Majera, which was of the um, Bart Simpson was on the floor in one of the episodes of The Simpsons, and there's all the guns point, pointing at him from when he falls into the um, Fat Tony's um, club there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says, uh, and then the, 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 it was like a meme thing, and the thing just said. Um, having opinions in 2016 and it is it is like that it's there's there's so much we've said it numerous times on here there's no gray areas in things it's either you like something or you fucking hate it and you're either wrong for hating it or you're wrong for really liking it you can't go against it and there's there's too much of people wanting to wanting to stamp down and go i hated that first or you know, I've got a little bit sick of sort of putting out, and I don't put out, for instance, Warcraft, because I don't like to sort of weird. I don't like to say weird whether I like something or not before we start reviewing it. Mm. Um, so I, I, I don't comment on it. I'll comment after um, after this. I'll I'll, I'll 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 probably comment on it from there. Um, and um, but I don't like putting out that I'm watching something. I, I like something because I know that the most likely it is that I'm going to get a tweet back off somebody saying, oh yeah, shit though. And I'm like, fuck off. I'm asking you to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like this whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing. I mean, like, in the end of the day, nobody other than them and their close friends and relatives maybe really know what's happening there. It's nobody's fucking business. Yeah. And in the end of the day, there's a dickhead. Huh? In the end of the day, one of them's a dickhead. Do you know what? They're both dickheads. Just one of them's a bigger dickhead. You know, so it just, it is what it is. And I, 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 I don't know. It, people, it, 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 people passing judgment over it whilst also, you know, it, it, stuff like that and the, the whole gender politics thing that's going on, that's going on insane at the moment uh, in the film world, you know, is... The whole thing of oh you're not allowed to say you don't like uh, Ghostbusters, but now it's all it's gone round to the other thing of of, of you're not allowed to criticise somebody for not liking Ghost not liking the idea of Ghostbusters for being a, well, it's, I, I don't know where I stand on that now I don't know if I'm allowed to like it or not <laughs> so I'm just yeah. going with I'm looking forward to it I couldn't give a shit if it's an all female cast I, I want to see it and then when I keep seeing that I keep going you do realise that there are guys in it. I'm sure Chris Hensworth in it because I've seen him in the trailer. Well, there's that, yeah. And I don't know. It just in in the end of the day, if it's if it's not funny, it's not funny. It, yeah, it's nothing to do with the fact that it's that it's women. No, if I don't like it, and I I will say that I, I'm going off the. I'm generally quite a quite an accepting person, and I I, I you know I'm. I wouldn't never have said that I have any kind of sexist leanings or reasoning or anything like that. So I just now I just say it, and if people now argue with me, it's their fucking problem. Yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, I don't know. It, it is what it is. It does. 
it is getting a bit too far on Twitter. It's just people have to have an opinion straight away on absolutely everything all the time. One thing I will say, and I think that I've, I've started doing uh, in the in the Twitter thing, is I've started now, um, I do it with movies, where I have a turn my phone on the principal now. So when I watch the movie, my, my phone goes goes next to me and it gets turned over. Yeah, 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 same. I have my phone on silent. And the other one I've started doing that with is football as well. I, I won't look at my phone during football now because I found that I was I was looking at my phone and tweeting about our football match more than I was actually watching it. Watching so it, now yeah, yeah. I don't go and look at my phone. I, I'm not I, I I am not allowed to look at my phone from the moment kickoff happens to the time when the game finishes at all. Don't even look at it at Bam, bam. Which is gonna be really really shitty in the Euros. Because <laughs> there's like fucking three games on a day. Oh god, the Euros. God, I'm looking forward to that. Fucking cannot wait. Cannot wait. I said for a week. Oh. I, I said to, I said to Becky after the uh, just before uh, the Champions League final. I was like, I fucking miss football so much. <laughs> and she was like, Wait a minute. It, when did it stop? When? Well, this is, there hasn't been any for nearly a week. She's like, What are you watching the other day? Yes. And then I'm like, I can't wait for the Euros. It's been too long since I watched football. She's like, you watched the Champions League final on Saturday. Like, Shut up! <laughs> I am not addicted. Well, England are currently in a fantastic nil. Oh, I couldn't give a shit about them. <laughs> I know that I watch every game and I'll end up getting caught up in it all. I'm just looking forward to the fact that from next what is next week? There is three games a day for two weeks. <laughs> a day! And somebody actually said to me, yeah, but are you going to watch Russia against Slovakia? Yeah, you will. Yes! Yes, I, you're talking to a man who watched Haiti versus Panama in the Gold Cup because it was on. Fucking, I, I don't know, I mean, like, the thing is, I've got extra interest living in Wales and whatnot, you know, yeah, that's going to be fantastic. fascinating. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's brilliant. I am looking forward to watching Wales. I'm looking forward to watching Republic of Ireland. I'm looking forward to watching Northern Ireland. But I'm also looking forward to watching Germany, Poland, Iceland. I just can't wait. Like, I get back, I get to my mum's next Saturday and Wales Yeah, is going to be on when, pretty much when I get there and then it's um, England, Russia. And it's like, yeah, that's it. Just chuck Lottie at my mum. Yeah. Get a beer out of my mum's fridge or 12 and just, yes. And, 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 and football tournaments when you're in a foreign country are just better. I still maintain, I was in, I was in Spain the uh, when Spain won the World Cup. Uh, I watched it in a bar, me and Becky and Isabel in a Spanish bar. We watched it there and it was incredible. You know, literally, literally, there was um, essentially like the Spanish version of a motorway quite near to where we were and cars just stopped. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we, we didn't see Isabel. This group of Spanish guys literally picked her up and were just jumping around with her on their shoulders for about half an hour, 45 minutes after they won it. And that was just, they just had a group of kids and they were just doing that, just jumping around with these kids. And it was just, you know what, she's fine. <laughs> uh, we'd been there from, we'd eaten, we'd had drinks, and I'd had quite a lot to drink. And we'd been there for about an hour before the final and we're there about an hour and a half after the final. Um, the guy brought our bill over when I asked for it and he charged me for three beers and two lemonades. Nice. And I said to him, I've had way more than that. I've had at least six myself. 
that's it. And, he, and his response was, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Fine, there you go. So yeah, um, yeah. So I, I cannot wait for the Euros. I don't know how we got the Euros there, but we did. Um, um, and uh, yeah. So last uh, last question yeah. from Marcus. Um, finally, what do you think of uh, Five Live flagship film show? I love listening to Mr. Kermode when he's talking seriously about film, but the banter between him and Mayo and shitty tedious jokes and references make me want to vomit. I don't yeah. think you listen to it, do you? But... Uh, I, I used to, and the, re- the the reason why I stopped listening to it was. For those exact reasons, I got too sick of uh, a male acting like the show was beneath him um, and just kind of you know, just been really minge faced about everything. And it's just, I, I, I do think he comes across as a bit of a prat, to be honest. Uh, but I, I do, I do love listening to Kerman talk about movies. It's fascinating, um, you know, because he is somebody who takes it very seriously, but doesn't take it overly seriously and you know he isn't afraid to like crap uh and i think he's he's a great voice in film and he's very much of his own opinion of things i don't agree with his uh my opinion's right because it's my opinion that's utter bullshit that's ego taking over he's i think he's he's backed down on that a bit of late though his whole kind of like I'm right because it's my opinion. Yeah. Thing. And I, 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 I've had a beer with him, and I, I, and he was, he was, he was great, and he was fascinating to listen to. And I, I told him that I thought that that was it was bullshit, and he, and his response was, "You're probably right." Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was, was was fantastic as a response. But yeah, weirdly enough, we had a very lengthy conversation about Moon. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I, I like. I, I don't know. I've I've had interactions with him on on Twitter and whatnot. And I, I I think he's he's a, a gent, frankly. Um, he is. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a lovely guy. I've I've met two or three times. I've met him. He's he's always been a a very a very pleasant person to talk to. Yeah. So I, I mean, like I I like I like the show. Um, I think the thing is, I've been listening to that for over a decade. So well, I, yeah, I, I stopped listening to it about two years ago, and I've listened to it, you know, since yeah, probably about two thousand five six yeah so i probably need to get back into it. i probably one of those things that i, I stopped listening to because it pissed because it pissed me off over a couple of episodes but i could probably get back into quite easily yeah there you go i mean like the first ever interaction i had i had with him on twitter was me like me being a bit mingy about him with django and and yeah he was actually really 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 helpful um behind the scenes on a couple of things with the aborted book um and I don't know whether he even like remembers that now, but he he really was. He hooked me up with a couple of people, and... which, is, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Which... That's somebody going out of their way to to do something to help, yeah. somebody, which is nice. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I I know a lot of people have bad things to say about the guy, but he is a genuinely well, nice I, I, dude. I had a, 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 a lengthy conversation with him once uh with him and um duncan jones uh again strangely enough about um i, I basically tweeted that it, there was a movie that he reviewed and i can't remember what it was but everybody on twitter was just go banging on about oh my god you know the, the, the kermode scared in review of and i can't remember what movie it was uh is incredible it's fantastic and i just put out saying isn't it weird that that I, I, I never got a, I never see a link to Kermode praising a movie. Mm. But any time he slags off a movie, everybody goes on about how amazing this rant was and there's links everywhere. And isn't that just what is wrong with modern film criticism is 
people get excited about somebody disliking a movie and somebody liking a movie just gets forgotten about. And so I, I did that and he, he basically said, you're right, you're right, but the reason why people listen to me is because occasionally I hate things and I, I, I rant. They, they're, more, they're more watched on YouTube than, than me liking something. I was like, that's, that's insane. He went, yeah, it is. Yes, it is. I agree with you, but it is what it is. Mm. And I was saying, I'm not, I'm not having a go at you. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying, isn't it a shame? He was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the guy's a straight arrow. Yeah. You know, he, he really is. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I like the show myself. Um, I know people have problems with it, but I, I quite like the in-jokes, and it, it all feels... I think they've got a good camaraderie going on with it. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with it myself. But, I, you know, if, if people do, that's fair enough. Um, so, and he says, cheers for the time and the hard work. The podcast goes from strength to strength, combining knowledge and fun. Marcus Zizou. Thank you very much, Marcus. Thank you very much. Cool. Uh, right, we have a question. Uh, Rich, uh, Rich J. Kidd uh, puts, is Warcraft this year's John Carter? Yes. And why are the critics generally so dismissive of epic sci-fi fancy? Yes, it is. Absolutely is. Uh, the critics, why are they uh, sniffy a bit? Um... I think because it, it, it's easy pickings. Um, they don't like to be taken out of a, a world of reality um, to it unless it's done in a, a kind of kooky way. And often these the, the sci-fi things are often big budget and they're they're asking you to to kind of drop reality a little bit and to think outside of of, of the box and to take something that sometimes can look a little bit silly um, seriously. And critics don't like that majority of the time because they're usually they're usually more academically based than they are fun based yeah couldn't have put that better myself it's most kind of basic principles and that's what it is yeah could not have put that better myself it shouldn't be like that no no it shouldn't um yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, that's exactly right. I think, and yes, it is this year's John Carter, and um, I'm still waiting for uh, the opinion, the general opinion on John Carter to turn around. It's going to one day, I swear. Yes, it absolutely is. I think it's already on its way. Yeah. Um, right. So that is episode one six two. Um, Ian, what are we covering next week? Oh, as yes. If, as if, as as if I have to. Well, we're going well, to do a special episode, aren't we? Yeah, we're indeed going to do a special episode. I'm very much looking forward to it. What, what are we going to call it? Black exploitation. <laughs> yes, we are going to call it black exploitation. Um, so we're going to cover some Shane Black stuff. Uh, a bit of a random um, hodgepodge, but uh, I think we've decided on Last Boy Scout. Yes. Last Action Hero. Yes. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes. And the Nice Guys. Yes. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, I watched Last Action Hero this last week. It's a fiver on iTunes, by the way. Oh, I'm, I'm buying that motherfucker then. And, um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Actually, wait a minute. Actually, I, think, I think I've already bought it, to be honest. Oh, fair enough then. I think I already own it. Uh, yeah, I love that movie from the start, from the Friday Night to Grey Night for Football, which I will be singing oh. for the next week. Oh, I was talking about um, Last Action Hero, sorry. Oh, Last Action Hero, sorry. Uh, no, I have an off-voice count, not, not Last Action Hero. Yeah, but uh, no, you're I, right. And, um, Last Action Hero, I went to that at the cinema as well, actually. God, the opening of Last Boy Scout. Really? Did you really? Oh. No, I'm looking forward to watching it. I've seen it so many times. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm really, really, really pumped. And yeah. I'll... I, I'll also talk about some Turtles stuff next week as well, yes. shall I? Yes, definitely. Um, also, as well, this week I bought two new soundtracks uh, for my Evergreen vinyl collection. Oh, yes. I bought uh, the re- the new uh, limited 500 print of uh, Escape from New York, oh, and it's oh, lovely. a lovely, 
a lovely set that. I also bought for three pounds the Fletch soundtrack. Bloody hell! Yes. But you know what? It's great. <laughs> I was just sitting there going, "This is brilliant." <laughs> for three quid. Good for you. And uh, right, uh, that was episode one hundred and sixty-two, yeah. folks. Um, yeah, uh, well, next week we will be covering uh, what Ian's just said. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, it's dudeandmonkey at gmail.com, uh, at dudeandmonkey, at Ian Loring, at dudefars. Uh, nothing else I think we need to cover uh, other than thank you very much for listening, guys, and we shall speak to you next week. Bye-bye.